Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. With me today, special guest, yay, Jackie Kirshner from Jackie Kirshner Nutrition. That is me. <laughs> that is me. I'm Jackie Kirshner, and I am a registered dietitian, and the, I'm here to chat with you. Look at this. Thank you. Thanks for coming. I know you're a busy person. Aren't we all, though? Jackie, lots of things going on. <laughs> we are. Yeah. You know, I feel like I don't talk to very many people who say, you know, I don't have a lot going on these days. Yeah. My in-laws, they're retired. Oh, that sounds kind of nice. Yeah. That's about it, though. Yeah. That's Most of it. us are pretty busy. Yeah. We've got stuff going on. Yeah. Well, sp- speaking of stuff, you just finished the Boston Marathon, but... I did. Two weeks ago? Three. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Have you ran since? I have, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I finished actually feeling really strong. So Good. I, I've ran more than once. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling motivated to get after some speed and okay. work on some shorter distances. I'm ready mm-hmm. to put the marathon in the side drawer mm-hmm. and take it out later. What's the next goal? Uh, the next major goal mm. is would like to break 90 minutes in the half marathon, Ooh. which is, which is pretty, that's moving. That's moving. Yeah. Like that's a little aggressive, Ooh. but it, it, I believe it can happen. I, I, so I did that once not to brag, but that was, that, that's one of the best races I ever had. And it won the Chicago halves or something. Yeah. It was basically just down the, like Lake shore, down Lake shore and back. Nice. Um, I forgot what, gosh, there's some professional runner there, female, um, and she was running with the guys, and at the at the turnaround, she was she was with them, mm-hmm. and then she ended up be- beating them by, like, two or three minutes <laughs> at the end. <laughs> it was really impressive. Gosh, who was that? This is, like, 12 years ago, though, so she's retired at this point, but it's Kara. not a good story, since I don't know the name of the person here. Kara uh, Goucher. It was. Holy what? cow. Nicely yes. done. Yes. Nice. That's amazing. This is not good podcasting right now, but yes, it was Kara Goucher. That's funny. Yes. That's funny. Oh, That's good for cool. You. Yeah, it was fun. It was, you know, I raced with Kara. You did. I mean, there were like 14,000 other people there, but Kara and I raced. She beat me. I mean, she is professional. Ooh. She gets paid to do this. Yeah, you I, probably paid someone. To I do paid that. to do it. Yes. Yeah. And I got an expensive t-shirt from it. So. Yeah. One time. Yeah, okay. So 90 minutes and a half. Yes. So little, little, we, we got to get. Got to get some speed in. What's your best half? 132 okay. something. Oh, look at you. You're right there. Yeah. But it's been a little while. Okay. So I, it's a, it'll be a couple year old record at this point and I haven't been focusing much on speed lately. Mm-hmm. So I've got some work to do. It's not going to be a walk in the park by any means so to put things in perspective a, a 130 half marathon is roughly how fast per mile oh man it's under seven minutes it is yeah i don't remember what it is i don't remember Six, exactly 650 something yeah. i think I, uh, yeah. the high 650s i yeah. believe as an average yeah it's moving yeah it's getting you, after it you you gotta there's no walking yeah no well well i will say I do not take water out of cups on race course as well. Oh, no. <laughs> I tend to choke. <laughs> yeah, that. So, like, might need to either carry a bottle or be very careful. Oh. Yeah. Do you have a race picked out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Indianapolis Monumental. Okay. It's in November. So, I believe it's November 5th. We just signed up this weekend. Okay. So. Well, you probably, I would guess you wouldn't need a whole lot of water for that. Can I say that? November, Indiana, like. Yeah, it should shouldn't be, be cool. too bad. Yeah. It shouldn't be too bad. Mm-hmm. So. Because I see some people over water. Oh, definitely. Like, they, like, like, 
dude. Like, <laughs> that can actually be really dangerous. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're out there for a long time and then you're not taking in electrolytes mm-hmm. and then you're drinking a lot and you're sweating, but you're not replacing your salt. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Mm-hmm. Salts are a big thing. Do you do much electrolyte stuff? Uh, I do. I was really intentional about it during Boston because I've had issues during long races before mm-hmm. that I do believe were due to a combination of just general dehydration and not being able to get in enough water from cups because mm-hmm. I choke on it, yep. uh, but also not getting quite enough electrolytes. So I practiced all throughout uh, my training cycle with Gatorade Endurance just because I knew that's what they were going to have on the course. Ah, there you go. Makes and sense. And in a major race like Boston, you're not allowed to bring in anything bigger than like a maybe 20 ounce handheld. There's no vests okay. or like big bulky belts allowed or anything for a security for security oh, reasons. Okay. Same thing with like Chicago oh. or New York, big ones. So you've got to either come up with a plan to have people meet you and trade out bottles yeah. or practice with what's on course. Yeah. So I just Sorry, practiced. that's a weird world that we live in. <laughs> I know. I know, but some people well, are especially shocked what happened to at hear. Boston, you know, a couple of years back with the Bombing at the, that's at yeah. the bombing at the finish. Yeah, yeah. Hey. So a lot of major races have cracked down quite a bit. And yeah. I mean, no complaints. I'm yeah. I'm happy that they're doing their best to keep us all safe. Yeah. But it does throw a little bit of a wrench yeah. into your plans if that's not what you like or Gate, tolerate. Gator endurance worked for you. I don't know much about the product. I mean, it's higher uh, electrolytes, particularly salt, than the regular Gatorade. Okay, good. So. And then I did carry a collapsible handheld with Element, which, in case people are not familiar, it's just basically salt. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sugar-free, and it's yes. like a gram of sodium. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's flavored yes. nicely. So, to get extra salt in me, that's what I would sip on in between the water, the Gatorade, and then my Element. Gotcha. And you put, put the Element in? Like a collapsible water bottle that okay. I held in my hand. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Worked pretty nice. So we um, we sat Element. Love Element. We have a podcast on Element. We we interviewed Rob Wolf actually on episode twenty seven. Listeners, look back. Sure. Um, because I I love the product because I I do not like how all these other electrolyte drinks have so much sugar in them. Um, and or Element not enough salt. And not enough salt. Absolutely. And Element has a gram of is it a gram of sodium and like. Mm-hmm. A bunch of good potassium, bunch of potassium, and, and, and some magnesium on top, and and it tastes good. It it is yummy. It is. I actually emailed them earlier this week to see if they would sponsor this podcast. Element, and, please sponsor. Yeah, uh, and so they said you had people running the Boston Marathon yes. using your product. Look at you, and they said you need twenty thousand downloads per episode. And the sad thing is, we're only at nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety-five. Uh, you know, so we're so close. So, so close. So element. Five more. Five more and we're there. And it might be five. It, it might be it might be nineteen thousand. So you know, somewhere in there <laughs> we, we came gonna, up a came I'm up a little do short. What I can to get you at least those five. Thank you. We're I, gonna get six. I appreciate that. That would be that put us over the top. No, but I, I I love that product. Um and I think it's confusing to people when they hear electrolytes that it's salt. <laughs> and it, yeah. it, they think it's two different things. They think, oh, electrolytes, I get that from Gatorade, and Gatorade tastes awesome. And then I eat the salt, and this tastes salty. Um, <laughs> this is it. So we, we have – I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because we have many podcasts with that, that explain the whole thing. I love that you love it, though, because I, I think that's fantastic. Back when I raced, we didn't have stuff like that. I was doing the, the Gatorade thing, but I'd water it down because it was – like straight Gatorade was way too much for me. We didn't yeah. have Gatorade Endurance. Um, I mean, I it, it's not my favorite product, but – yeah. You know, if, you if gotta, that's what's you there, do yep. with what's available. Mm-hmm. You make the boat most of what you've got. So, yeah. yeah. Tell people what you do within this within Jackie Kirshner Nutrition. So I am a sports and performance dietitian, and I really specialize in endurance athletes, mainly distance runners like myself. But mm-hmm. I've worked with, you know, endurance cyclists and triathletes, and I worked with people that actually just want to get back into fitness mm-hmm. and are looking to be healthier, eat healthier, have a healthier lifestyle, you know, set a good example yeah. for their kids, live a long and healthy life, 
not worry about the family history of diabetes and heart disease mm-hmm. um, and you know lay the groundwork for healthy life. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Simple. S- always. <laughs> <laughs> Simple and yet complicated. Yeah. And biz- business is good because you, you, you did have a real, real job, <laughs> we'll say. Yeah, I did have a, like a, you know, employer who gave me a paycheck every two weeks yes. and a 401k and yes. stuff. And, and you said, forget this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for better or for worse, I left that. Yeah. Well, you passion for it. I do. Dove head first. It's so fun and rewarding. It is. Like seeing people make major changes, having people tell you like, my life has changed. Mm-hmm. That's really special. Yeah. Like, wow, I was a part of that. But also it's like humbling to see it and watch it and motivating too, because, you know, ev- everyone has something in their life that's a little bit more of a challenge than others. Yeah. It might be fitness. It might be nutrition. It might be business. It might be work. It might be school. Who knows what yeah, it is. Absolutely. And so to see people take that challenge that they have, tackle it and come out the other side successful, even if they fall a bunch or they have a lot of stumbles. It just reminds me that I can do whatever I want to do. Whatever it is, business related, work related, personal related. And as long as I have the right attitude and keep at it, then I can get there. Yeah. I I, I think it is amazing how, and then I'm going to tie this back to you. Um, My father, uh, my mom, mom, dad are retired. They came back from Alabama. Um, they spent a month down there in January. Ate a lot of good food. Um, came back, had a doctor's appointment, had an A1C of 12 point something. Ooh. So dad's been running a little pre-diabetic for a little while. Mm-hmm. But that was the highest A1C he's had ever. Um, yeah. And so I am not a dietitian. Disclaimer. <laughs> um but th- this was like the come to Jesus moment that he needed to like to do. So right again. for everyone listening, that's really high. That's really high. Yes. What what what's healthy? Uh, well, technically, pre diabetes is around five point eight to six point four. Mm-hmm. If you have diabetes, ideally, they want it less than seven to be considered in control, quote yeah. unquote. So, uh, an A one C of twelve. We're looking at average blood sugars of. Well over 200, 300. He was 303. 303. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the wake-up call he, he needed, which was good. So, again, not a dietitian, but I'm like, Dad, I think we really need to back off on the carbs. We put on a very, very, you know, I don't even want to call it high-fat, high-protein, but moderate on both of those and, and very, very low-carb stuff. Like, Dad, we need, you know, have breakfast, have bacon and eggs, and don't have the bagel. Like, just, hey, did it. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't crazy with it. He had some berries now and again and, and stuff like that. Got blood results back yesterday. And he was very consistent over, you know, three months. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's Italian, you know, bread, pasta, the whole shebang. Da-da. Sure. He skated all of it. He avoided it, whatever. Um, came back with a 703, 7.3 yesterday. Wow. And huge blood, improvement. Huge improvement. Blood sugar down to 124. Wow. So doctor said, hey, another three months, keep doing it. So it's but it's amazing to go to go off your point there. Like again, not a dietitian, but to like to push people in that direction. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I like my dad to be around as long as possible. He's got right. seven grandkids. Like you know, did I just count right? One, two, five. Yep, seven grandkids, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's a big deal. And I, th- I think yeah. people don't realize that you know, you have one body. <laughs> it's yep. good. It's got to last you the duration, um, and it, it's. It's too bad that it has to have these like really bad moments to like, oh my gosh, it's like mm-hmm. you need a car accident to learn that you need to stop driving so fast. Um, right. It'd be cool to not total your car before you realize, eh, maybe I should slow down. Right. Um, but yeah, I. it's a it's a tough boat that you're in because I think when, when you give coaching to people and they do really good, then they stop working with you. Then <laughs> <laughs> you have to find more lost people. And, you know, right. r- rinse and repeat. Right. Um, well, the good news is, is <laughs> most people have something 
with their nutrition that they could work on. No one has it 100% figured out. And everyone, the ideal for everyone's just a little bit different. Like I would never tell someone that I know exactly what is right for them. If, you know, like say they've been vegan or plant-based and I'm not going to take them out and be like, Oh, now you're completely carnivore, Yeah, (laughs) you know, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Someone who's like a hunter and they're out getting deer or whatever, you know, like. We're going to make you vegan. (laughs) They're probably not going to go for that. (laughs) They're going to find someone else to help them out. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's no one size fits all. There's no one right way for everyone. So if, if people have been listening to the show for any length of time, Lauren, with all of her you know, expertise in, in nutrition, like we, we've gone through all the rabbit holes of the, whatever, hydration and, and whatever, protein consumption, da-da-da-da-da. So, Jackie, I want to do something kind of fun here. Okay. So, I, I want you to pick me apart. So, here's my background, and then I want you to coach me, and just, we'll, we'll figure this out. Ooh. I know, this okay. will be exciting. So, background listeners, m- many of you know this, but... Um, Adam had reconstructive surgery on his wrist. So I have been very inactive the last 12 weeks, 14 weeks. Sure. Um, this has been extremely frustrating. I haven't been able to sweat. Um, so Adam loves his sauna, no sauna. Um, oh, I love my cold tub, no cold tub. Um, Adam, you have a cold tub? I have a freezer that I caught, and I love it. It's so much oh. fun. You think I'm crazy, but I, it's, I feel so good. Um, no lifting weights. Um, to be coupled with this this wrist thing, I've had this um, sports hernia, which is basically a groin pain syndrome that's just been been nagging me forever. It's it's now slowly getting better through physical therapy and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but through this time, I've put on at least ten pounds of not good weight, mm-hmm. and it's probably more than that because I'm pretty sure I've lost muscle through this this thing too. Fair enough. So I'm pretty frustrated with me. Yeah. <laughs> I own a gym. Yeah. We help people lift weights, feel better, get in better shape so they can do everything that we, you know, what we say in the intro. Right. And now I hate myself right now because I'm the face of this whole thing and I am not where I want to be. It's a tough place to be when you're not yeah. where you want to be and where, when you are like the face of something yes. like that. Yes. It's, and then, then it's stressful and it's things like, oh, this guy doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. Look at him. Chubby Adam over there, you know, is... Adam's frustrated. Um, so I'm now coming out of this. I'm doing physical therapy on, on the wrist. So this is slowly getting better. Not weight bearing yet, but it, You'll it's get there. It, I'm slowly getting there. I can do much more stuff lower body. So we have, you know, I, the, the squatting, the lunging, the whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the groin's feeling better on, on that end of things. So I'm more active there. You can sweat. Uh, I can sweat. This is so nice. Adam can find the sauna again. There's something about like the natural process of sweating that I think is very healthy for the body. Cleansing, you know, toxin releasing, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't geek out on that. But like, I know I did not feel good through those three weeks or three months of, of being a cast. I thought, oh, I, I'm tough. I can, I, can, I can do this. I can do it. I did do it. But I hated it. You don't want to do it again. <laughs> and I do not want to do it again. So I'm going to be very smart with my rehab because I, I, I don't want to put myself through that, through that again. Um, it needed to get done. The arthritis was building. Um, they did a very nice job. My bones are aligned. It's, there's good spacing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're if you're looking at somebody like me who's who's done athletic things, yeah. But I've had had a break now. Mm-hmm. I'm slowly coming back athletically. Okay. Training. Getting back into it. Weight training, endurance training. Run some miles in the past, um, but heavier than I want to be. I, I I I'm not vegan. Um, okay. I, I, I do enjoy some meat. Um, what is, cause really what does Adam need to do? I need to do it all. I need to work out. I need to eat right. I need to sleep right. I need to get my hydration. I need to do, what would you direct me first? What is, what's step one or do you need more information? Well, pull me apart. <laughs> I cause mean, I obviously need help and I, you know, and I think this is fun too. Like, you know, if, I don't know, I listen to podcasts at times and, you know, I listen to, you know, so-and-so and Joe Rogan and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, oh my gosh, they're, they're so, or other, you know, fitness professionals and, mm-hmm. you know, put them on, you know, pedestals like, oh, how great they are and blah, 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 blah. And this is um me being very honest with how awful I am right now. And if, so 
if you were to, what do you, what do you got? What do you, what does Adam need? Well, what I always like to start with is figuring out what someone's goals are. Okay. And I like where this is going. I think that really gives us like a direction to Mm -hmm. head. If I don't know what your goals are, I mean, I could make up some goals for you, Mm -hmm. but you're probably not going to buy into them the way that you would if they were your own goals. Mm -hmm. So I need to know like, what are your goals and what is, what is a priority? What's most important right now? Like, even if we, everything's important, right? But like, if you had to prioritize, like what's the direction you want to go and what's the prior priority level of those? Yeah. Awesome. Those goals. Um, I, I don't know if I could, could put one in front of the other, but like together, I want to look good and feel good. Like, and, and feel good from the stance of waking up, getting out of bed, um, you know, hop downstairs, feed the dogs, not be cracking and popping my way down the stairs to, you know, Mm -hmm. to, to, to feed them. I want to be able to, you know, throw the ball in the backyard with my kids and, you know, wrestle them when they really make me mad. Um, you know, Show yeah, them. Come show, on, like I'm, I'm dad. Exactly. Yeah. You're show, the kid. Show them who's boss. You know, but but in the same breath, I want to be able to look in the mirror. You know, and you know, like, oh, hey, look at that guy. He owns a gym. I'm confident. I feel good. I don't need to be this. I don't know. I don't need to be the rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but Adam doesn't want dad bod. So like, mm-hmm. that's where I think those two. And and then I think the 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 looking good helps on the mental side of things of the the feeling good. I think so too. Yeah. And I like how you kind of broke it down, especially the feeling good, like being able to get up out of bed and do this mm. with your arm and mm. wrestle the kids. And um, because what does look good or feel good even mean? It could mean a hundred different things yeah. to a hundred different people. So once we define that, yeah. um, can, then, can I give you a sub one there? Yeah. I would not mind because I, sadly I hurt the wrist in jujitsu. I would not mind getting back to jujitsu because I do like having a small competitive outlet for my competitiveness. Like you, you run, do the distancing. We're going to hit ninety minutes on the on the half. Um, yeah. I would not mind getting back to that jujitsu thing, but that is a distant second place from look the good. look and feel good. Yeah, and I think too. So you've got them mostly. You've got them fairly well defined. Mm-hmm. So we need. Defined goals and then have a strong reason why you want them mm-hmm. because sometimes goals are hard to get after. They, and if you have are. like a very like, oh, uh, porous reason why, then when things get tough. Porous. <laughs> that's the word that came to me. You're, you're, that's a fantastic word. That's... <laughs> but then, then. It's so mm-hmm. easy to just give up on it. It's, you know, it's really, I just want to stay in bed and not lift weights and mm-hmm. eat ice cream because, you know, it's it's easier to do that. But yep. when you have a really strong reason why, like, why you want what you want, it's be like, you know, I want that thing more than I want to yep. stay in bed and eat ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's funny to go back to my dad. Like, finally, he had that, like, holy cow, this is really bad reason to, now I need to get my act together. Um, it, it's really easy being, you know, a younger guy, 42, mm-hmm. um, because when, when stress gets me, my wife does the opposite. When stress gets her, she stops eating and whatever, gets stressed out and does her thing. Mm-hmm. When I get stressed out, we have a bad month at the gym, you know, or, you know, this happened here, or, you know, whatever happened here. You can't this, work out. Yeah, you know, can't work out, da, da, da. I just, you know, we, we, we coach late at night, you know, and I get home, and Adam's hungry, and the kids made brownies. Well, friggin' wonderful. They made brownies. I don't need brownies, but I don't even care right now because I'm mad because this didn't go my way today, and, yep. you know, I'm and more, much more the stress eater than my wife is the stress faster. People I don't like her all the one time. or the other. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's what are you? Can I ask what you are? I have a guess probably, what you are. Actually, probably more of a stress eater oh, yeah? than what you... Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Good for you, then. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bury your, your feelings in food. Uh, Sorry. Back to me. Yes. Back to me. Back to you. Okay. What, were my reasons less not porous enough? Were they... You need strong ones. <laughs> yes. You don't want them to be too You don't porous, want porous. Right? But, um, no, I, I think they're good. Like, okay. being able to... 
you know, move and feel mm. like being able to just do functional movement. I mean, that's pretty strong. Yeah. Like, like it would be really hard to go through the rest of your life, especially if you live another 42 yeah. years without being able to do what you just described, yeah. you know? And, you know, you can have some, some quote unquote porous reasons mm-hmm. and some other reasons that you don't have to have just one. But yeah. I do think that it's worth having a really, really strong reason why. Yeah. Stuff that keeps you getting out of bed yeah. when you don't want to. Yeah. So, listeners, if you're, you're looking to lose weight or, you know, da-da, number one, why? And then you can lose weight, I guess. You'll get healthier in whatever right. realm that is. Get your blood sugar in check or da-da-da. You know. Step two. What, 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 what Step do you need two. from me? Now... At that point, I like to figure out where are we at? Because I don't know how to get where we're going if we don't know where we're at. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do an analogy. Let's say that you want to get to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Well, I could help you get to Atlanta, but I need to know if we're starting in New York or mm-hmm. Minneapolis or Rockford or California or uh, South Africa. Mm-hmm. So be a long trip from South Africa. Yeah. Very long mm-hmm. trip, but, you know, airplanes. Who knows? Yes. Anyway... Um, that's, that's next mm-hmm. is to figure out where we are. No judgment. This is mm-hmm. just where we're at. We can't pretend that we're in South Carolina if we're actually in New York yeah. and pretend that we're closer. Cause then we're not going to get to Atlanta because yeah. we're actually in New York. Mm-hmm. So baseline, where are we? <laughs> gotcha. So in the way of like nutrition stuff, in the way of, yeah, I think y- you would look at like what's for me Adam eating for breakfast what's he's eating for lunch what is he yeah. having for dinner yep does he I, have breakfast does he exactly drink a lot of alcohol does he right blah blah, blah. what is he a stress eater or mm-hmm. is he a stress faster um yeah. what's his water fluid intake mm-hmm. like um what about drink stress <laughs> or sleep you know because that can make a big difference in uh sleep actually can make a huge difference in someone's appetite and what they're eating throughout the day. So I do want to get like a general baseline of where you're at. Mm-hmm. People will tell me like, um, I'm scared to tell you this, but I, I had cookies last night. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't help you if I don't know that. And if you're afraid mm-hmm. to tell me that you had cookies, then then I really can't help you because I can't help you get where you want to go. Yeah. So... That's what I would do next is to get really solid baseline mm-hmm. of where where someone is. And then I also want to know where do they feel strongest? Are they like, you know, one thing I'm really proud of is that I have breakfast every day and I always make sure that there's protein in my breakfast mm-hmm. and, you know, it carries me through lunch and I feel really great about that. And I'm like, great, let, awesome, let's celebrate it. Let's not touch that for now yeah. because we feel good about it. Where do you feel the least confident? And they might say, um, you know, I get home late. Uh, we don't have a meal plan. Um, my kids end up eating a lot of, you know, dino nuggets, Mm -hmm. you know, and I eat their leftovers, I'm lost. Like, okay, that's where we're going to put our first focus. So that might be where you're at, or it might be different, completely Mm -hmm. different for someone else, even if Adam in the second universe has the same exact goals Mm -hmm. and situation. Does that make sense? It does. So I want to answer all those. Typically with with, with clients, do do you have them... Like record a week of meals or day of eating, or is it, it just like a verbal conversation that you guys have, or how do you, um, track their sleep? Do you what, do you do any of that, or is this how do you how do you get all that information from people typically? Usually, it's a verbal combin or conversation, mm-hmm. and I have like a pre initial assessment questionnaire that gives me a lot of information on, okay. you know, where are they eating meals. How comfortable do they feel cooking? Um, what kind of equipment do they have? Mm-hmm. Where do they go shopping? You know, how many times do they eat from a vending machine versus fast food versus <laughs> home? Yeah. You know, so I have an idea of what their baseline is. And then we go into a lot more detail. Some people do want to share things like food records with me. And I think, you know, that that's great. And other mm-hmm. people are like, I have no interest in doing that. It's a trauma <laughs> response. Like, oh. You know, I've done that for many years. It's very triggering. It's upsetting. And I'm like, okay, oh, okay. cool. Like, we don't have to touch that. So, yeah. again, I don't think any – there's no one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell everyone to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. 
So, sleep. <laughs> Usually good, affected by stress. So, I will... My wife loves sleep. She, you know, again, we'll, we'll coach, you know, athletes till 8-ish at night or so. I might get home in between 8 and 9. She puts the boys down at 8. Mm-hmm. She's in bed about 8.20. So, like, not necessarily asleep, but, like, in bed relaxing. She might be grading papers, something like that. But 9, 9.15 hits, and she's, she's, she's done. Mm-hmm. Um, she, we might push it to 10 o'clock on Friday night because we are wild and crazy. Um, but, you know, so I will get home, um, and, and typically if, if things are good, I've had a good day, my head hits the pillow, no problem sleeping, I have my little aura ring, it's kind of a, a fun little test to see, like, oh, nice. how, how Adam's sleeping. Like, it, it, it's a game for me. Like, oh, I was a 93 yesterday, can't be, can't be a 95 today. Um, and it, it, it gamifies it for me, and I, I sure. sort of try to get if I have something looming over me, if, if, you know, we get big business things coming out of it, change this or do that, or, you know, something like this, or, you know, um, I will sit and just stare at the wall because I, I love owning a business. This is a lot of fun, but to know that, you know, Oak strength, Oak performance, Oak, Oak responders, like leans on Adam's shoulders is, it's a lot of stress and responsibility. And I take it way too personally. Like I shouldn't. It's so easy to do though. <sighs> Something I've oh. learned. I'm not been a small business owner no. as long as you. I'm very new at this, no. and it's very easy to take it personally. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody, somebody stops coming to the gym. Like, gosh, was it my fault? Like, I've done something more. Like, why, why did they leave? How did they do it? You know, it's just, sometimes I have good answers for those questions. Sometimes I don't. Right. Um, why didn't they stick with us? Why did they stop? Why did they, they were doing really good. Uh-huh. Well, they why, why weren't they coming? At, you know, mm-hmm. and I take that way too personally. I, I and and that's what's so great with you know having Matt as our you know director of operations. He will hide a lot of that stuff from <laughs> me. like he'll take care of all of it. So I you know I I won't know, and so that'll be good. So that that's that's sleep in a nutshell. The sleep. If I get good sleep, and and really and we've talked about this on the podcast before with with Lauren. Um, and Adam's working out, I'm in a pretty good place. I typically eat pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, protein is not an issue. Good at protein. Excellent. Um, and, and really, the other food, pretty good too. It's when Adam gets stressed and Adam has off sleep, mm-hmm. then Adam will yearn for the carbohydrate. Not yes. always the healthiest carbohydrate. And it'll be frustrating where I'll go home at night, have the stress, oh, this happened, or that happened, or... This isn't going to happen. And then I will eat garbage right before I go to bed. What will happen to my sleep? Mess up my sleep. (laughs) Now you've caught yourself in a lovely cycle. Vicious cycle of crazy there. Of doom. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that, I'm sure you've heard this before, (laughs) but (laughs) sleep can definitely affect your hunger hormones. Yes. Quite a bit. So if you know that, I mean... Maybe it can't exactly change how well you're sleeping, but maybe can help you put some plans or preparation in place to help you handle it when it does happen. Because when you're low on sleep, you know, you're hungrier than normal. Yeah. That's a hormonal thing. Mm -hmm. You don't feel as full or satisfied. Mm -hmm. Also a hormonal thing. Your brain is tired. And mm-hmm. your brain runs primarily on carbohydrates so that it's like sugar, please, mm-hmm. yes, brownies, of course, yep. ice cream in bed. Like, I want all of the potato mm-hmm. chips and snacks that I could possibly <laughs> stuff in my mouth right yeah. now, you know. So, it's not that you've done anything wrong. And I mean, this yeah. is like genetics and evolution yeah. and mm-hmm. human design. That's a different thing. But yeah. you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's... You know, we've got that working against us. Mm-hmm. That's not an excuse to, of course, to anyone listening, it's not an excuse to roll over and be like, oh, there's nothing I can do about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, if you know that it could happen and you know how yeah. you respond personally, then mm-hmm. you can start to come up with maybe some strategies to help you deal yeah. with it in the moment. Are there some other ways that you could handle, deal with stress? Mm-hmm. Like, does it mean going for a late night? walk of the dog mm-hmm. or meditation or calling a friend and just like ranting. Sometimes yeah. that feels really good. Mm-hmm. 
from a food perspective, could you, you know, make sure that you've got all the food that makes you feel good stocked, ready to go and easily grabbed? Because if it's easy, Mm -hmm. it's, if it's just as easy to grab the stuff that makes you feel good as it is to grab the stuff that makes you feel bad, then you're more likely to grab the good stuff. Yeah. But if you have to sit there and like wait to cook it or prepare it and wash and cut and all of a sudden like an hour later, then it's ready to eat. Yeah. You're not going to do that. No. None of us are going to do that. Yeah. No one. I mean, you're going to open up the bag of potato chips. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, setting yourself up for success in advance, you might even mean modifying like your meal structure for the day and yeah. be like, you know what, I know that tonight I might not get home till 9.30, and that means I need to have an extra snack at 7.30 at the Mm -hmm. gym in between these classes, or I need to keep stuff in my car that's non-perishable so Mm -hmm. that I do not eat the entire pan of brownies when I get home. Yeah. I love all that. Good. That is is fantastic. Well, and I'll I'll tell you the the stuff I've done, um, especially when you know I have a long day. Um often I coach from that four to five slot. Mm-hmm. I'll have a little break in between five to six of other things going on. But, but if I eat something quality at that point, just mm-hmm. nice, normal, healthy meal, really, I can get a whole meal in. And then when we coach our six o'clock and seven o'clock, you know, I can be done at eight, get home eight thirty nine, and not, not be ravenous hungry, mm-hmm. especially if my stress level is down. Mm-hmm. Stress level a lot of times, if business wise, if I, if I plan, I get out ahead of things. I know that summer's coming up, so I got to get the summer schedule out and, mm-hmm. you know, how, how we're changing things on the youth side. And we know that, hey, this is going to happen here. And so we're going to get the, like, if I plan ahead, it's, it's so stupid. But it basically, hey, I'm be a good business owner. Um, that then helps me as a as a human. Yeah. Um, and I have n- not cheated sleep a whole lot, but the, um, there is a, oh, gosh, little supplement called, Oh my gosh, what do I use? It's from Doc Parsley, Dr. Parsley, Dr. Kirk Parsley, who is a f- former Navy SEAL and really specializes it with working with Navy SEALs and all their stress and things like that. And he has okay. this little supplement that I can't think what it's called. Not a good story that I can't think of it. Not important to the story. Google Dr. Kirk Parsley. And get you fine. Um, but he, he has this little supplement and it, it's it's capsule-based. Um he recommends taking three three capsules a night. I take one, maybe two, if I get crazy stressed. Because mm-hmm. I try not to do it every night. I don't like any supplement that I feel like you have to take all the time. Like all the time, yeah. You know, even vitamin D. I'll circle off, you know, in the in the summer and stuff like that when the weather's nice outside and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But um, but that, that's exactly what I will I will do. I try to get, you know, oh, my gosh, I don't have a crap day. Okay. Natural. Nope, not natural. <laughs> Not important. Um, we'll find, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, throw it, yeah. Maybe he'll sponsor the show <laughs> along with Rob Wolf. <laughs> Come on, um, Rob. And yeah, and you know, Element. Um, but yeah, no, I think all that is 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 fantastic because because specifically with me, I we we've identified that that first domino that falls that then mm-hmm. kicks over all the other dominoes because mm-hmm. I I know what I should eat. Like I yeah. very well, and I think most people do. I think a lot of people have a pretty good idea. Yeah, I mean, they might be missing some knowledge. Mm-hmm. They might be a little confused. There's a lot of conflicting information out there. But in general, most people know that drink your water, have some protein, eat your fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not rocket science. Yeah. It's not anything they've never heard before. Yeah. It's yeah. just, how do you, how the heck do you implement it? Yeah. Yeah. And it reads a little different. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think your job is so important, where... Yeah. You know, if you just follow nutrition advice on, on YouTube, you know, and just because you can get lost. There's so much stuff out there. Like, you can just keep watching video on video on video. Lost, and then you just end up giving, you know, throwing your hands up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where to start. None of this actually pertains to my situation. Like, you know, it just doesn't quite work for me. Or yeah. That's why I hate, like, you can't just go to the internet and buy a meal plan or follow a meal plan that's sent out to, like, you know, everyone on this exercise 90 day exercise mm-hmm. program first of all you know most of them are super restrictive mm-hmm. but second of all it wasn't designed for you yeah. in mind it doesn't know what you need or what your family life is like yep. or what your stress level is like or what kind of skills you have in the mm-hmm. kitchen or your socioeconomic level mm-hmm. or any of that so 
if you failed following some generic meal plan on the internet, it's not all your fault. Like, yeah. it was not made for you. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you how many, uh, the, the changes that we have to make, with, with specifically the training piece, with all the first responder training that, that we do, um, that Matt and Hannah handle, that they do a fantastic job with, but they, they have to do things so much different with these guys who are, you know, they'll go huge chunks of time and not sleep. Like, mm-hmm. the Loves Park Fire Department is insanely busy. Like, the average, I don't know what it is, like 20 calls a day or twenty within a 24-hour period. So if you're... <laughs> like, oh, that's like go, go, go. Yeah, there's no... You're, you're not sleeping, you know, for that chunk of time because there's no time, you know. Um, and some are big calls and some are small calls, you know, and, and, and whatever. Uh, and you might have a low night, you know, a low day or something like that, and, and that'd sure. be great. But that's so different than the teacher that works, you know, the... You know, the 8 to 3.30 job. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then they're done. And they have their evening and yep. they have their specific lunch break and, and stuff like that. Right. Not that it's easier to be a teacher because teachers typically, they got three kids in the room making up tests at lunch where they could be. They could be eating. They could be they eating. <laughs> they can. They love the kids way too much. And, right. You know. Or the, there's we no love you sub teachers. or, yeah. you know, they're, mm-hmm. yeah, teaching other kids or teachers classes mm-hmm. or. I don't know. I actually am working with a client who's a school counselor and there ah. is a large, large school. She lives in Michigan, I believe. Okay. Um, one of the counselors is out. So all of a sudden <laughs> her workload has doubled. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, you're not going to find that specific plan on the Internet yeah. for that specific person. Yes. How do you work, you know, and then she's taking work home, I'm assuming, and, and whatnot, and yeah. Yeah, and it's stressful, is, right. and mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot to, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, like, as a small business owner, mm-hmm. December is different than January. This place, I yep. imagine that there's an influx around that time, yep. given that everyone is like, ooh, New Year's resolution, mm-hmm. you know, and then maybe by March or April, like, people tend to fall off mm-hmm. of that kind of thing, and then you're like, yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's natural ebbs and flows yeah. to all of this. Yeah. And December being just slow in the sense of, like, there aren't many people looking to start a fitness program when they're trying to plan their holidays. and They're going to be out of you town. Know, exactly. Like, oh, I should start lifting weights. <laughs> Not a thought that they that they end up having. Right. So so with me, I'm really enjoying this, by the way. Oh, good. I, I should pay you for this. <laughs> um, so, you know, we established... So if you're working with me, we, we do you get enough information on me? We shop at Aldi. Okay. I like okay. Aldi. Keep talking, okay. and I'll ask more questions if I need them. How about that? That's perfect. Um, but Aldi, we do buy um, a hog and half a beef. Okay. On the year, uh, we have a big freezer, and so there's usually not usually there's always something you know meaty that we can we can pull from. Yeah. Um, grass-fed beef, um, not perfect grass-fed pig or anything like that because pigs are weird um but it's a pretty healthy pog like it's I, I feel very good about you know it's a happy hog okay. um not like you know, I, i'm with it, you it lived a good life right. um which i appreciate because whatever um so that piece is good i don't i don't mind the cooking piece I, okay you know i my wife's not a big cooker so she, you know I, I usually end up preparing the the meat end of things okay um Vegetables are not hard and, and stuff like that. Aldi does pretty well. I don't know if you look at Aldi very often. I'm I, I like Aldi. Yeah, nice they, organic stuff and yeah, they, they're not ginormous. They're not. I yeah. can get in and out. I know where everything is. Yeah, minus that and, one weird aisle that has a mishmash of. <laughs> That's my favorite aisle. You know what I found there? You're gonna really appreciate this. We're gonna like slowly take a yeah quick we'll, detour, we'll but um, those adjustable dumbbells. Oh yeah, yeah. So we. At Target, for one of them that goes from 5 to 50 pounds, uh, was like $200, you know, <laughs> like ridiculous, yeah. right? But I've like thought about getting dumbbells like this in the past, but never really serious. I'm like, I don't want to drop $400 on two of mm-hmm. them and, you know, like, and then just this whole thing. And mm-hmm. then for a while, I think you couldn't find them because yeah. everyone bought mm-hmm. them because gyms were closed thanks to COVID. So... Yeah. They were hard to find. Well, they were back in stock. Um, so we were in that weird aisle of mm-hmm. Aldi, and they had them on sale. Adjustable dumbbells from 5 to 50 pounds for like $85 a piece. It's my favorite aisle. <laughs> we bought two of them. I was like, this is 
this is pretty great. So I I go down that aisle just to see what's there. Like I mean, just, you can find anything. You really can. <laughs> like anything. Yeah. I was not expecting to find that, but yeah. there you go. I wonder what they have today. <laughs> it changes my, every week. My brother-in-law loves that aisle. He's yeah. like, this is the best. Just, <laughs> it's just a surprise. I don't really buy that much stuff out of there, but it's just, yeah, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's What would next step be with me, knowing what you know? Are you pretty, uh, like, regular eater throughout the day or do you tend to go long periods you did say that you do plan ahead to some extent but are there periods where it's like six seven eight hours or more during the day where you maybe go without eating or only having like say a protein bar or something like that it it, kind of depends uh my schedule's kind of all over the place um like we're homeschooling our kids right now, and so typically I'll, I'll teach them in the morning, mm-hmm. um, get to the gym in the afternoon, do things, da da da. Um, I've I've gone both ways where I, I've messed around with like the intermittent fasting thing, not because of like, you know, <laughs> this sounds terrible, not because of the science, you know, and the the autophagy and you know blah blah blah, mm-hmm. but just because um, I, I have this thing where like I I it's hard for me to eat. I'm just extreme with, with things. Like, why would I have one brownie when I can have seven? Um, uh. You know, so if if the stress is there, you know, mm-hmm. even if I, you know, if I get a crummy email in the morning, be like, son of a gun, um, you know, just, just I can overeat a breakfast with with no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it would be good food, but uh, it'd just be, you know, too much, which is... More than what you need. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to overeat good food. I can find a way. It's I, possible. I win. Um but so I've done it both ways, and as long as as long as stress is down, I, I'm usually pretty good either way. Like I, I won't overeat if I, you know, go for a long stretch, and like I'll eat an appropriate amount once I once I eat, mm-hmm. um, even if it's at you know eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night. I'll you know calm it down, um, or even if I have like smaller meals throughout the day, I'm I'm okay. It's really tied to that stress thing. So. Yeah. So then I would challenge you when you're about to eat something is to take a few moments if you can and really check in am I physically hungry or is this more like (laughs) emotional hunger yeah a lot of people you'd be surprised Mm -hmm. have a hard time telling the difference physical hunger there's very like unique like physical symptoms Mm -hmm. that we have when we're physically hungry. Most of us can recognize like stomach growling or you smell something, it smells really good. Um, But everyone's unique hunger signals are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, With physical hunger, you know, it's, it's not necessarily, it's not going to go away. You might be able to distract yourself from it, but once you're not distracted anymore, it's still there and it's much stronger. It's, it's, I am hungry. I yeah. need to eat an hour ago. Yeah. Or I need to eat now. Mm-hmm. Um, emotional hunger mm-hmm. tends to, like, you're not going to have the same physical reaction. I mean, you might have maybe some salivating, like, oh, that sounds really good. Um, but it's not like you're eating in response to your stomach growling. It's more... It, it often comes on really suddenly yep. to some sort of stimuli, an advertisement, an email, um, uh, just a, a memory, uh, yeah. something that uh, anticipation of some event that has you a little bit worried or excited in the future. Yeah. You know, and emotionally, it's often for something very, very specific. Like this craving can only be solved by brownies, <laughs> it cannot be solved by. Uh, banana, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. if you're physically hungry, both of those are going to do the job at least for a little while. Yeah. So I think this is an underrated skill for people is yeah. being able to tell the difference between when they're physically hungry and when they're eating just because of a stimuli or yeah. just because they want to. I love that so much. I can't even tell you. So they, so you, you would, you would coach your client me in this case, yeah. To like, <sighs> pan of brownies, banana. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. 
Definitely hungry. I haven't eaten since three. Okay. Noon. Whatever. All right. Let's let's say lunch. I haven't eaten since lunch. It's nine o'clock at night. Okay, I'm definitely hungry. Definitely hungry. Okay. Uh, I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it is it is it just that easy? Is it just like exhaling, looking, comparing? Adam, don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Like, what? What's I that th- conversation? I think it's different for everyone mm. because a lot of people are very emotionally attached to. Eating the brownies. Yeah. They've attached, um, like, oh, I deserve. Smell the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've had a hard day. I deserve yeah. this. Ah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then that's a conversation like, well, is are brownies something you earn or deserve? What mm-hmm. about, like, spinach? Is that something you earn or deserve? You know, like, <laughs> what? It, like, why do we attach these moral values to yes. food? Mm-hmm. So then we have to break down that. Um, some people are just able to take that information and be like, actually, yeah, I'm like physically hungry. I know the brownies aren't going to do anything mm-hmm. for me and we'll be just fine heating up the dinner leftovers. And other people just have still a lot of baggage almost attached yeah. to it. So, I mean, that conversation could, could take a while to like get through because mm-hmm. oftentimes there's a lot of emotions and memories and yeah. personal stuff attached to into the reasons about like what we eat and why we eat and how yeah. much we eat and yeah, in in that sense it can become almost like a psychology. Yeah, this, this is fantastic. I just in in the conversation that I've, I've had with my my parents, um, my mom's always been very moderate her entire life. She like she she doesn't overeat things. She you know, I don't. She's simple like that. My wife's the same way. Like it's just we could have that pan, pan of brownies that my my kids made for Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and she could eat you know a little one-by-one one square every day for the next, you know, 14 days and be fine. Mm-hmm. I have the one little square, and then I want to eat the other 13 squares. You know, why would I stop it? You know, right. um, so I get a little, I take a lot type of thing. She, she's much more moderate, as is my mother. So in talking to my dad about, you know, hey, we probably need to limit the carbs and da-da-da, um, like my mom grew up on, you did not eat straight meat. You put, you made a sandwich, you ate the bread because meat is expensive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so like she, the idea of her not, of eating straight meat, of my dad eating straight meat and just trying to go lower on that low carb thing, which is a totally longer conversation. Um, again, A1C down, which I'm very excited about. Um, it was so foreign to her. Like yeah. it was like I was speaking Spanish and she had no idea what's like, what do you mean? He's a, no, grains are a food group, Adam. You can't, you, you, you have to, you know, what, what are we, what is he going to eat? Have him eat eggs. Yes, but what goes with the eggs? Uh, more eggs? Bacon? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know. How about sa- saute some veggies into the eggs? There we go. Sprinkle of mm-hmm. uh, cheese, yeah. maybe some berries. But it is funny how people have this, this, these emotional connections, you know, you know, through childhood or whatever it is. My mom's 72 years old, still thinking back, you know, to the 1950s and what she grew up on and, and stuff like that. It's, it's so powerful. You think you'd forget those things, like random food things. No, stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, it's, it ends up being reinforced too when, yeah. uh, I don't know, society in general has lots of opinions about what we eat, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in advertisements mm-hmm. and... Uh, just like your doctor, your coworker, your best friend, your spouse, um, you know, it's everyone has some sort of opinion or thought mm-hmm. on it. And, and that it, makes it that makes it hard. It's Holy in your cow. face all the time. Yeah, you know, if it's a real thing, you know, at, as a as a female, you know, you're in a a meal with a bunch of other females, and sometimes it's like been in situations where it's like the competition is like who can eat the least or who can talk the most Uh. smack about like their body and just like (laughs) this is not healthy or helpful and then other times you're in different situation and it's almost like who can eat more and yeah that's the guy (laughs) conversation right there (laughs) you sit down you all have steak who's got the biggest steak my t-bone's the biggest here we go um (laughs) that's fantastic um so to wrap this up, so just so we're not here forever, because I really appreciate your time. Um, we, you have that conversation, and just have that emotion. That's a big step for people. I think that that's, if you've gotten anything out of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, um, the ability in which to to sit down and, you know, 
Oh, I earned the brownies. Well, you also could have earned a banana. You could have earned spinach. You could have earned the yogurt. You could have earned, you know, this, this, the, you know, the, whatever, these eggs or whatever, meat or, you know, protein, blah, 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 you know. Ooh, what <laughs> if we even just take out the word earn? Like yeah. Food is, you're human. Mm-hmm. Humans need food to survive. Mm-hmm. You don't need to earn that right. <laughs> you don't need to earn your right to digest it. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. no one says like, oh, I really worked hard. I guess I get to digest my food today. Yeah. Or I guess I get to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, It's a really weird thing to think about. It's a once weird you... thing. <laughs> well, you hear like, oh, I earned the carbs. I earned these carbs. and uh, Yeah, that's that's a fantastic conversation I have with people. Yeah. I bet that, is that a big part of, of your business? <laughs> like having it, that conversation with it people? It is actually. I kind of break it down into three pillars. Okay. Where I call it eat, run, thrive. Because like I said, I do work with a lot of runners and okay. endurance athletes. But we'll just call it perform okay. for now. But eat. Eat is the way you eat every day. Like mm-hmm. those foundational everyday habits that are going to take you, keep you healthy, longevity, all of that sort of thing. The perform piece is, you know, how can you take your sports performance to the next level, Mm -hmm. make sure you recover faster and perform at your best. But then thrive is really that emotional relationship sort of side of things. And that can be a major part. Yeah. People think that they go for the eat part and then they stay for the thrive part mm-hmm. because it just makes such a huge difference yeah. in how you feel mm-hmm. and look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're happier and you're probably going to look better too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, and then I, I think you're, you're more confident, you're then more social, you know, you have better, you know, personal relationships, yep. you know, it, so then socially you're, you know, emotionally you're in a better place and, right. you know, the dominoes seem to fall in a, in a healthy manner. Right. Dominoes falling is a good thing in this metaphor. In this metaphor. I, you know, I went with it. So yeah. I, Thank I you. Did, I didn't even notice it would could be interpreted <laughs> Dominoes down bad. Dominoes up. Um, yeah. No, that, that, that's fantastic. What, any final thoughts? Because again, I feel like we're milking all of your, your, your strategies here. You know, people should pay for your your services, anything, anything to wrap up me and my situation. You personally? Yep. Um, one day at a time. Okay. Um, cause I just want to jump to the end right away. That's how my personality is. You know, I think I'd like to lose 20 think. pounds tomorrow. Not, you know, not in two months, not in three a, months. I think a lot of us do <laughs> when it comes to major changes mm-hmm. like that, but small changes add up. Um, one thing I need to remember even myself is to celebrate all the little victories along Mm -hmm. the way, because if you like poo poo everything that you've done that is good, Mm -hmm. you're not going to want to continue doing them. You're like, Oh, I only went to the gym twice and I meant to go three times. Mm -hmm. You're totally discounting the two, which means next week you might only go one or zero. Yeah. So if you celebrate the two, even if it wasn't three, you're much more likely to show up another two times and yeah. over the course of five years if you show up twice a week every week yeah. for five years that's a lot of gym visits yeah. versus if you went three times and then several weeks of zero and then three times yep. and several weeks of zero now i'm rambling consistency yeah. small mm-hmm. changes celebrate your wins yeah some of our, our so we, we've we've two athletes two athletes two members um that been with us since almost the beginning of the gym so they they started like August, September of 2012. So they're coming up on 10 years of being members here at Oak Strength. That's awesome. And so Sally and Rachel, and the the thing I can say about both of them, and, and Sally is 62 years old and Rachel is 30 something. Um, Rachel, sorry, I don't forget how old you are. Early 30s, she's close to your age. Um, okay. uh, recently married and, and yada yada. So she, um, both of them are that. They're, they're, Sally, Sally works for you know, an, an accountant, and during tax season, she shows up maybe once a week. You know, during summertime and things, you know, she's back up to three days a week. But she, sure. she, she's consistent with it. There's never a time where I haven't seen Sally this month. No, it's just she 
sprinkles her time in. She she gets her, you know, on average eight workouts a month. You know, she, mm-hmm. she I, I mean, if you look at it monthly, I mean, she's insanely consistent. Rachel the same. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a teacher, you know, so she goes through those those, those periods where you know. Sure end of semesters and stuff like that gets stressful. Summer yeah. gets better for her and, and stuff like that. Yep. But, but o- o- over the weeks, over the months, over the years, like to, to keep that consistent and keep coming back. And they look pretty stinking good and they're pretty confident and they're pretty strong, you yeah. know, for being these, you know, s- females that, you know, that are just, I don't want to say just normal people, but they're just normal people who back squat pretty decent weight and yeah. you know are, are 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 strong not crazy competitors not professional athletes but but they do well and that consistency piece is yeah it's huge. huge it's huge it's huge that was me rambling jackie i really appreciate your time thank you for having me thank you for diagnosing me of course that was th- that, that was pretty fun that was uh, i i don't know i you listen to so many podcasts and stuff like that and you, you you try to come off as you know I'm really good with the strength pace. Like that is Adam's Adam's niche. Less on the nutrition side. I know some things. Not registered dietitian. And not me. Not not nutritional. Um But I think we all struggle. And you know, to to, to come out of those things, because I'm gonna get this done. <laughs> <laughs> you will. I'm frustrated, but it's you know, it's it's come out the other side. Um we're not perfect. We all have stress. Yep. You know, and how you deal with it and how you come out the other end is, you know, is really what matters. So yeah. again, I really appreciate your time for, you know, I'll pay you at the end of this episode here. So <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Yes. This was fun. If people want to find out more about you, where do they go? They go to my website, okay. www.jackiekirchnernutrition.com. You can follow me on Instagram. It's f- at fuelbetter.runfaster. I love that. You will like fuel your body. Yeah. And that'll be, we'll put all that info in the show notes, website links, stuff like that. Yes. Awesome. All that stuff. So if you need more more info from Jackie. We'll Reach out. I'll be happy to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Listeners, thanks for listening. And we'll check you on the next one. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.